Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. Come on, what other song was I going to use today? It's like annual. <laughs> oh, I love when the horns come in. Yeah. Are you ready? Come on. Do you remember? I remember... Lots of things. September, baby. Happy September to everyone. Going to be a crazy month for Louisville City. Five of six games on the road. Yikes. Bracing. Uh, Hitting the stretch run in September. Will there be a playoff spot in their future? Let's hope so. What a beautiful week. Did you have a great week? I hope you did. Come on now. Dancing in September. Hopefully uh, we'll be dancing at the end of this month because both teams will be on a great run. And that'll be awesome. Right? Send Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, into the background here. Gosh, I love that tune. And I love that band. And I love you. Are you ready? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Vallum, the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams and any other topic, soccer or otherwise, we choose to opine on. We're recording this on 9-1, September 1st, for release on September 2nd. Uh, the morning before. Two big matches for both of our local teams. Hopefully you're doing well, and I'm looking forward to both of these matches tonight and to life in general, aren't you? Anyway, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the bottom, bottom, September love. Here we go. Five things. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel September special. Number five. Glorious. What am I talking about? No, I'm not talking about that episode where the Klingon captain said, Glorious. That's how much of a nerd I am. No, I'm talking about the weather. Has it not been perfect this week? I mean, come on. Hopefully you got out. Drove around with the uh, windows down, put your arm out the window, maybe some cool music on, and uh, that would be good. I hope you made that happen. Gosh, it was wonderful. Anyway, number four. Dude, do you need a snorkel? Who am I talking about? Come on. You know who I'm talking about. Paul Blanchett. (laughs) What on earth? How does a guy in one match, in 90 minutes, make it into the Enzo zone? I mean, what, what an embarrassing performance. I, I, anyway, we will talk about that. Number three, why do I do this to myself? I'm talking about being a supporter of a team that's really bad, Everton. And the reason I want to bring this up is, you know, all those seasons are going, man. Hopefully you're enjoying everything, whatever league you follow, um, whatever, uh, be it the men's or women's, whatever it is, man. Hopefully you're enjoying it. There's a lot of good stuff going on, especially with Christian Pulisic. Good for him, man, in Italy. Number two, hope the cops didn't see that. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that point we stole <laughs> out of Harrison, New Jersey, Gotham. What a stupid name. Harrison's in New Jersey. 
bit of a rough one, but hey, you know, we got the point. That's all that matters. And, uh, you know, we're still in a playoff hunt. And that's a good thing. Number one, late glass of OJ. Now, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, you're like, that was a week ago. But yeah, it was still pretty awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> Getting that point. And, or three points, excuse me. Jeez, what am I saying? We got a point with racing. We got three points at Louisville City. It was pretty awesome. Had a great time with everybody. And man, Oscar getting it done. OJ. Never thought of calling him that until this week. I saw people posting OJ. I was like, I never thought of that. You know? But cool stuff, man. And it's actually been a really good week. Hopefully you had a good week and you had as good a week as I did. And if you did, this is what you need to do. Kick your feet back. Get a drink. Take a break. Then get ready for the games today if you're listening on Saturday. Hopefully both teams come out with big wins. Well, there you have it, folks. Another edition of Five All right, man. We've got Joey Cecil along with a special guest. All right, man. 82nd episode of the Center Forward Podcast. First, we're going to say hello to Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you? Confused? It's episode one of, of, of the tripod. Yeah, I guess it is. Triumvirate. This, this is actually the first time we're going to try this with three people, and I wanted to add some new folks, so we're well, adding... Well, but, I mean, what's this feels, it feels dirty. I mean, it feels, it feels dirty. Like we're cheating on each other. Well, I know, right? It's like we're, we're, we're contending for the favors of another person. <laughs> I stand. I stand next to this gentleman at games, Joseph. So I guess I'm. You screw- keep your hands off. I guess I'm screwed, ladies and gentlemen. First time ever, Calvin McPherson. Cal, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Joe. Good man. I, how are you guys doing? Tonight? I was gonna. Give, I was gonna call you Cal Mac, but that's stupid. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Is this, is, is this one of those long time caller, first time yeah, exactly scenarios? <laughs> Yes, yes. I saw that on Tosh.0, oh, and I love that phrase. Long time caller, first time listener. Yeah, man, they used to do that on on WFAN, because I used to listen to WFAN yep. back in New York, and they used to do that all the time. Cal, how's it going, Shows your age. Yeah, really. Oh. Cal, uh, you, know, you hanging? Good week in Louisville. <laughs> it was a good week in Louisville, man, and I'm glad that you're doing this. So the, before we even start, because just in case anybody doesn't know who you are, please, Cal, tell us a little about yourself. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I'm a supporter of Blue City and, and racing, and been coming to games since 2019. All right. And uh, if, if you've ever seen the the guy with the colored beard, that's me. Yeah, man. Sometimes purple, sometimes mint green. <laughs> I, I've thought about doing that, but you're braver than me. And plus, if I do it, I probably yeah. won't be able to get it out. I'll do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It does take a little washing to get it out. Yeah, man. So, Joey, how come you don't have a beard? I do have a beard. <laughs> oh, wait, is that what you call it? Yada, da, 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 yada, da, 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 yada. And now, and, and, and now we're making fun of cancer patients on the Stop center of the podcast. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. You, uh, okay. I can use that card. Oh. And I just did. <laughs> Some of us also have day oh. jobs where we have to be presentable to the public. I have a day job now, man, even though it's remote for another month. Presentable. Okay, maybe we should get into this now. <laughs> Cal, thanks for doing it. So we're just going to, whenever you feel like jumping in, we'll we'll take turns and stuff. So here we go. Joey, what are we doing? 
first off, trying to just recover from whatever the last couple of minutes have been. Um, well, racing had an away game, but before we even get to the game, some news came out on some various fronts. Uh, Miss Alex Shidiak loaned to Tigres in Mexico. Uh, might have yeah. seen her for the last time, it sounds like. Well, boo. I, I, obviously, so. I, like I've talked about, she was one of my two favorite players on the team, but I don't know about you guys, but it sounds like this makes a lot of sense. She just wasn't getting playing time here, you know? Needs playing time, yeah. Cal, who's your, um, Cal, who's your favorite players on the team? Well, for, for racing, my favorite has got to be the doctor. Okay, yeah. But but unfortunately, she's just had the worst run of luck with injuries, so it's like I never get to see my favorite player. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Joey, I don't even, have I ever, Joey, have you ever asked you who your favorite player is? Uh, yes, you have in the past, and it's I've also answered the but doctor. It's the same. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah, I mean she's I mean she's such so, an exceptional person. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Other great news though. Mm-hmm. Signed Savannah Demello to an extension through twenty twenty six. I mean, did we not throw a lifetime contract on the table? Yeah. Really. Well, we we could only get through twenty twenty six. Well. Um, mm-hmm. That's whatever great news. Lock that in. Um, so we go to Gotham away. Uh, lineup comes out. No Pickett or Hal in the 18. Right. Pickett dealing with a calf injury. No timeline for returning. And apparently Jalen Hal was 50-50 to suit up. So that's, you know, that's you... better than, than what it could have been when you're not in the 18. Okay. Who was it that saw somebody at – who? somebody was at the game that was injured. Um. Somebody saw somebody. I, I'm trying to remember who it was that was in a boot. Was there somebody at the Louisville City game that that is a racing player? Did anybody see that? I did not. Okay. I guess, Kyle, you didn't see Well, since the two of you standing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I heard something about that, but I don't remember. So so, so we get to the actual lineup. Uh, Ellie was going to be in the midfield replacing Jalen mm-hmm. with DeMolo, DeMello and Ari. Davis up top. Timby back in the 18 after returning. Uh, from her family issues, uh, and just another just slow start, oh. just like the last home game. Uh, our high press versus their high line. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kelly O'Hara pulls wide on what should have been Gotham's opener. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ari skies an effort after we dispossess Gotham, uh, and then just don't know what the hell Katie Lund was trying to do uh, when she tried to play it out of the back and gave it away to Gotham, who yep. just somehow thankfully goes off the post. How on earth, um, how on earth that didn't end up being that one. Actually, I thought, like I said, between those two, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's just, I was stunned that that yeah. happened. No, no, no. I, I, here's my take on the first half. Positive. We mm-hmm. somehow didn't concede and all the 11 players stayed on the field. Right. And I had, I was wondering, we were pretty lucky that it wasn't two nothing. We really pretty were. Pretty much so. You know? Yeah. Cal? I needed to see some kind yeah. of halftime adjustment. What did you think, bud? Oh, same. They definitely had the better of us in the first half, but we we got lucky. That's all it was. We got lucky. That's what it felt like to me. I, I mean, I, I yeah. didn't, especially that, well, the first goal, the first one that should have went in pretty obvious, but that, you know, I've heard a couple of people talk about uh, Katie's issues with distribution. And, she cannot, uh, yeah, she has not improved playing out of the back. No, it just, it, yikes. It's gotten rougher. So, um, I don't mind a good thump, thump the ball down the damn field. Yeah, I really. don't mind that, but mm-hmm. just send it. But a lot of her sins just tend to be out of play mm-hmm. and still in her own half. Right, right. You know, just if we, you know what, if we can't play out of the back, she's a she's a big tall woman. Let's work on that leg strength and just send that ball over the middle of the field. Absolutely. You know, get it over midfield. 
allow us a couple seconds to to recompose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? We can't question Kim too much over this season, so we'll have to see. No. Um, but I, I just needed to see something after halftime, some kind of adjustment, something. Right. Because um, that's that's essentially three straight halves that yeah. we've looked kind of listless, kind of just flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they changed, but we had a much stronger start to the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> Malay to Monahan to Demello, who earned a corner. Um, Lund had to perform her usual theatrics as she tips one over. Yeah. And then after Lester was beat, she had a kick save. And then Gotham kind of took the game over when they made their triple sub. Yeah. Um, but we still had some strong chances in there. <sighs> Probably the most painful one was when Paige centered to Wong, who just couldn't that, uh, get the shot off. That was, that was to me, the biggest disappointment of the game because yeah. that was on a platter. Yes. You know, and I understand sometimes touches go awry, but yikes. Yeah. Had to get something there. <laughs> Shot on goal, something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Timby came on, had her usual burst of energy. Mm-hmm. Sav chipped her in on goal, and she forced a corner. Overall, though, just not much to report besides the usual Joe Valla phrase, which I think has been back-to-back Gotham away oh, games. Yeah. Run, run to the airport. Right, right. that's one of the uh, things. It's like, and, and hope, and hopefully you don't catch a cop on the way that, that's going to arrest you for yeah. stealing that point. Get, get the hell out of town, y'all! Just didn't have it tonight. No, um, they just didn't have it. Right. Um, I, I want to ask Cal something. Cal, the last two games. I, well, let me ask you two questions. Number one, were your your expectations? Were your expectations increased? Has considering how well both the team did in the Challenge Cup while our players were overseas and as well as they played overseas. Let me ask you that first. Were your expectations higher or, you know, what would you think? Well, I I wouldn't say they were higher because I kind of think the World Cup break may have actually slowed us down. Really? Okay. I I agree. I I agree with Calvin. Okay. I I feel like it's just just like a break in the momentum. Like we just, we, we lost a step there from Okay. Everyone going, you know, that, that six players gone. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, the last two Challenge Cup games, those those weren't so great. So I, I feel like we we did better in the Challenge Cup before. Okay, yeah, I, I, I break. Okay, and then I guess the second thing is then so maybe me me having higher expectations, expecting too much, considering we scored so many, we had players scoring goals over there, so on and so forth, or. Or do you think it's? Do you really think that maybe they're they did have a letdown the last two games, or has it been consistent with what you were just saying? What do you think? I would say, on the offensive end, mm-hmm. I would call it a letdown. But on the defensive end, I'm thrilled that Katie got a clean sheet out of the last game, right? And that uh, that we only gave up one goal in the previous game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well, you know, we haven't Carson. What, last two games, right? Right. Two Essentially, games. yes. He was subbed okay. off at half of the, the, the game. Yeah, that's right. Half of half of the one before. <clears throat> so, so we haven't had Carson. Right. And and we haven't had uh, we didn't have Jay last game. Right. You know, we just the racing of old with any change in the back line would have completely collapsed. Right. 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 I, right. I would. Yep. I wouldn't call one one and nil nil a collapse. Just a disappointment. Okay, no, it's, I, I think that's yeah. pretty fair, Joey. What do you think? Yeah, I think, but I, I think in terms of like that context, thousand percent true. 
Yeah, man. In current context, in terms of a playoff push, yeah, back-to-back uh, draws yeah. are not going to get it done. Right, right. Um, you know, <clears throat> I agree with what Calvin said. We have not looked like a playoff team since the World Cup ended. That's fair. I, I can't disagree with not. that. And that's, uh, but on mm-hmm. a positive, mm-hmm. I'm going with Calvin's line of thought. We didn't lose. No. No, we didn't Game lose. Previous that's right. versions of racing probably find a way to lose. That's absolutely right. With the back line, you know, you know and, and the go, that hold goes them scoreless. Mm-hmm. Well, held them scoreless somehow. Katie stood on stood on her head, mm-hmm. you know. Again, leading the league in saves. Right. Uh, right. They mentioned that multiple times, which I, we got to fix that somehow. Yeah, not right. that she's not doing a tremendous job. But, right. 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 You know, Fort Sumter was going to fall at some point when you <laughs> keep barraging it. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's, a that's, a, that's a history degree there, guys. Yeah, really. She's uh, at six clean sheets now for the season, I believe. I f- I feel like that's at least quintuple what she had last year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, I was history, not math, so someone might want to check that. Right. You know, I'm, um, mm-hmm. go ahead. But just, you know, sitting three points out of the playoffs. Right. Five to play. Right. So the, the anticipation of, of – I, I still think they're good enough to be a playoff team. Oh, I agree. You know, and it's it's just a matter of, you know, they're going to have to take the points at home. Well, and, uh, <clears throat> a, big, a big test is this coming Saturday. Absolutely. Our Absolutely. nemesis. Yeah, really. The Portland Thorns, who we have not earned a point against yet. Wow. wow. Not, not, not just not beaten. Right. Not earned a point. Right. Well, they are the class of the league. I mean, when you for generally over the last three years. If, if you're looking for some some kind of dark hope, sure. I hate to even say this, but mm-hmm. we're in a playoff push. Sophia Smith did go off injured okay. in their last match. Oh, okay. And she is considered a week to week. Oh, okay. So she might not play at all Saturday. I mean, I don't wish ill against anyone. Sure, no, neither do I. But if she wants to take a week off, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of weeks and things coming up, we also get the rain on Wednesday next week on the road at 10 p.m. for the Challenge Cup semis. Right. Interesting call for Kim to have to make now with those back-to-back. I mean, every game now is is meaningful. Great. So, That's a good point, Joey. you got to make a decision. Do we really want to push for the first-ever potential, well, let's go, second potential trophy in the Challenge Cup? We will mm-hmm. not disrespect the International Women's Cup on this podcast. Right, right, right. Um. Or, or is the end goal the playoffs? And if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. my end goal is the playoffs. Cal, what about you? Well, I, I hate to bring the mood down, but I learned through the, the Legion Slack channel earlier that um, DeMello is going to be out on yellow card accumulation on Saturday. Okay. So there'll be no question of what game we use her in. She'll be yeah, really. uh, challenged up for sure. So, yeah. so who... who who the hell invited Calvin? I mean, good insider <laughs> sources, but, but Cal's going to be our Cal's going to be our scoop down, guy. Though. He's going to be our way scoop. to bring us down at the same time. Like good insider <laughs> sources, but way to make me depressed at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm already there depressed. most days. I don't need the help. I kind of think we should put a pretty serious effort into this Challenge Cup. I'll be honest with I, you. I, the, I, as I, much I, as <clears throat> like, I will be on my island. You know, honestly, I mean, I know that we're fighting for a playoff spot. It would be great to make the NWSL playoffs for the first time, but with all of with all of the struggles we had, it would be nice to contend for a cup championship. I, I don't, you know, absolutely. I, you know, I it's it's just I'd hate to see us sacrifice one for the other. I think they should just play who they play, and make sure it's their best eleven for 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 both matches as opposed to. 
you know, I'm pushing for one. I'm pushing for a cup play. I'm sorry, I'm pushing for a playoff spot in the league, so I better rest ABC. I think they should just lay out their best players and see what happens, man. You know, what, 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 what's the worst thing that can happen? They don't make the playoffs? I mean. What yeah. I wouldn't hate is if we went back to the formula that mm-hmm. had been working. Okay. The Challenge Cup semis at OL Reign. Mm-hmm. Play that formula that, you know, really thrived in the Challenge Cup. Okay. You know, a lot of those players who may be seeing the bench now. Right. Um, you know, and then the league game against the Thorns. Let's hope to get some of those players kick-started somehow okay. that have been kind of malaysing since they came back. Sure, sure. Well, it, it so, would, let's would... see. You know, I'm just glad I'm not the one making that call. Right. I don't know. is there anything else you want to throw out about the game? Because there's one more thing I definitely want to add. No. I okay. Think, I think we just about covered it. Yeah, really. And the other thing is, is that they've got to do something about that facility. They have to. Because, you know, I lived there. for. I grew up about a couple miles from that stadium. That place has a rabid generational soccer fan base and neither one of these teams draw and i really start i'm I'm wondering if the stadium isn't part of the problem because there's one road in it's a two-lane road in and out there it's just saturated in traffic there's traffic on sunday afternoon i mean it's just because it's so hard to get in and out of there and the the red bulls don't they'll throw up their eighteen thousand on there it's a lie you know, and, and because those are the tickets old. And I'm sure, I'm sure that Gotham is near the bottom as far as draw is concerned. I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's you know, for the folks that have been to that stadium, it it's it's just very hard to get to. And you just, and a, there's a, a ton of lights. You have to go through East Newark to get there. And there's a light literally on every corner. So I don't know, man. And trying to get through Newark to get there because it's just, it's not cool. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm obsessing on that. It's just you know, uh, I don't know. You know who we should reach out to to help fix that? Who's that? Bruce Wayne. Not Bru- well. <laughs> Bruce Wayne's in New York. No, who you should would have called? No, who no who you would have called out to? Uh, are the Sopranos? <laughs> they would have fixed that. <laughs> Got yourself what? a gun. What? Well, Calvin and I will be doing the podcast from now on because Joe's going to be buried beneath Giants Day. Yeah, really. Yard line with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> right with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> All right, Look man. that up, kids, if you don't get that reference. It's really? an old Giants Stadium joke. Yes, sir. So, well, I'm done well, with that anything game. Anything else on this, on, this, no. on this racing event? No, I'm Before done with it. Before we move on to what is sure to be a very docile, quiet. Oh, absolutely! On the Louisville City game on the weekend, <laughs> Cal. So we start. <laughs> we start with the sad news that Amadou mm. Dia is out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, man. Uh, the quote from Danny Cruz is: "They hope to have him back at some point," which is mm-hmm. always reassuring. Yeah, right. It's like a doctor going, "I got your test results back." The good and bad news is: the good news is we're gonna name a disease after you. Right, right, right. <laughs> You know, so we hope to have you back at some point. Right, right. Um, Danny went with another change. No back three this time. Right. Adams on the bench. Wilson, Carlos, Jorge, and Ray start with Ombi and Cam on the bench. Mm. And honestly, I don't mind it with how listless, speaking of being listless, how listless they were and flat they were in Birmingham. Yeah, man. Sure. Uh, We had a strong start. Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost in the first minute, Elijah played in by Jorge, had his efforts saved. Right. We forced a double save a little later from Blanchett, who went down for the first time mm-hmm. after that double save. <laughs> uh, I have to emphasize the first time. I know. Um, which was funny because someone in Scout's house yelled out, "You, 
you, you got hurt saving the ball. That's your job. Like, that's, that's, that's what you're one. supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we had a couple efforts pulled just wide by Jorge with his head, Paulo with his foot. Uh, then we get to just the normal fuckery. Yeah. Uh, we apparently score in first half stoppage time on my favorite kind, an own goal. Keeper tried to claim it, didn't get to it. In the aftermath of Blanchett and Jorge being tended to, the head official never made himself clear on what was going on, called foul. Um, After he pointed Breath to... never made himself clear. Right. I swear on everything I've ever seen in my life, he pointed to the center circle. Uh, I'm pretty sure he... evidence. Yeah, he pointed to the center circle. I've, his arm was low. It was not like a foul call mm-hmm. up high. Right. I'm pretty sure he changed his mind after seeing the Jumbotron in the aftermath, mm-hmm. which, I'm, as far as I know, checking records, rules, laws, we don't have replay or VAR, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how that was applicable. Um, screwing of Louisville City goes on, death taxes in Louisville City getting screwed. Uh, yeah, uh, somehow I'm still shocked every time this happens. I don't know. I, I just... I think because it finds new levels mm-hmm. new ways. Right. I... Account- oh, like this yeah, was gotcha. a first. This was review without replay. Well, that's the that was my note, and it's just like, can they do that? Now, I, I asked this on Facebook, and I asked you know what they thought, and the, there were several people that responded, and said that they they saw or they, in the replay you can see where Jorge hits, uh, uh, Softy's arm, whatever's it, Paul Blanchett, Softy. Oh no 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 no. There, some people call it for obstruction. Yes, Blanchett's elbow obstructed Jorge's back of his head. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So I, 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 but my thing, you just mentioned it, Joey. It is abhorrent for him to look at a replay. And if that had any judgment on his call, this guy needs to be fired. That is unbelievably irresponsible. I, you, you you can't do it. I don't know, man. I I just, I, this, this goes back to one, another instance like this, Mm -hmm. which, I'm calling way back as a USA fan right? Uh, to the World Cup where USA tied Slovenia and there was the phantom foul call against Maurice Adu on a set piece. Mm-hmm. His goal was waved off. The head official was not forced to have an explanation on what he saw. Jesus. I'm sorry. It's time to start getting explanations. Really? I, 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 this what needs they do, an explanation. What they did in the Women's World Cup was tremendous. I, I don't... Yes. Um, you know. Yes. I, I need some kind of explanation right. here because from all accounts, from still photos, from my own eyes, mm-hmm. apparently lying to me. Yeah, I don't this know. guy pointed goal. Yeah, I want to ask Cal something. Hey, Cal, um, when you know we've been talking on here a couple times about the impact of refereeing on games and how much of an impact you think it has on us winning and losing. Where are you, where are you with that? Do you you know like how much? I mean, we all I think we're all going to agree that the refer, the refereeing in this league is 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 suspect. I, I don't want to put best, I, yes. Cal. I don't want to put any words in your mouth, but um, you know, where where are you with that? What what's your thoughts about officiating impacting games and whether teams win or lose? I think it has become much more of a problem mm-hmm. in the last year or two. Okay, okay. Um, uh, when I first started watching games, I I occasionally see some questionable calls, mm-hmm. but but it seems like over time it somehow managed to get worse okay and it, it, it it's to the point now where like, it, as a person who stands in scouse's house it's my job <laughs> to yell at the referee like that, that is just what we do right 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 
Um, so I'm not exactly unbiased, mm-hmm. but but when I when I leave a game and I start seeing tweets from more level-headed people, right, that are calling out the referee, and really? and, and and it turns into an every. It, it seems like after every game, the referee is being talked about, and we used to not talk about the referee after every game. Right, we, we shouldn't talk about them. Yeah. Guys, guys, yes. What the hell are y'all talking about? Ben Pierman says we get all the calls. Yeah, <laughs> guys, what what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I think the thing is, it's not so much that we keep bringing it up. Mm-hmm. I think they're finding new ways. Huh? Like this was a first. Yeah. Ball goes in. Guy watches replay on second largest jumbotron in the state of Kentucky. Doesn't explain anything. Called foul. Yeah, I don't. I I, just, I didn't have that on my bingo card until Saturday night. Hear that? I, I this is a new one for you know? me. This was a new one. I I I, I get. So, if 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 he if hadn't motioned, complete. what's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say if if um if he didn't motion to the spot, I think I would have been okay with it. If he, you know what I'm saying? That if he damn arm motion was for goal. Yeah. It's like, well, let's move I've on. I've never seen a foul called with your arm level with your head. Right. Right. We ran into that with the racing team. Racing was it two, three also, weeks, three also, weeks ago. If it Same was a foul, if it was a foul, wouldn't he have rushed over with his hands up or something? Right. Right. He stood there like they were waiting for the ball to go yeah. back to center circle. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I can't, but, but it's not complete though. Hold on guys. The story's not complete. Mm-hmm. Until Oakland, of course, takes the lead after play is restarted on a free header between our center backs. And, of course, we go into halftime now trailing one nothing against the run of play. I told everybody around me and the drummer's like, now they're going to score. I feel like I made they that happen. To. No, no, it's 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 preordained. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's, it's, yeah. In the, it's in the screwed Louisville City playbook. I just knew it was coming, man. You have to. Right. Uh, it's death taxes and... Screw Louisville City as much as possible. I don't know. Man. Um, so then, you know, we get to early second half, and I applaud. Danny goes for the triple sub. He almost went quad sub, it looked like, at one point. Okay. I thought he had Cam lined up, too, to come in. Mm-hmm. But he goes, pals, own being Rasmus, all on at the same time. Right. Uh, then we go, pals plays to Ownby, who goes right at the keeper. And at that point, I think I said it to you, Calvin. I was like, this place is waiting to erupt. Mm-hmm. Yes. They want something, and it's been it's been negative energy up until then. Right. Um, a lot of it. And too. then house <laughs> house skies and effort, and Blanchett's flop after that was comical and yellow worthy. Oh. oh my god, yellow on two oh, levels. Yellow should have been yellow as that, in that getting a just... card, and yellow as in yeah. yellow as in as cowardly. Yeah, I mean it was just. Uh, yeah, I mean that. I, so I found a way to meme that, and it was. Oh my god. It, Oh, the way his yeah. left leg kicks back, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like ballet. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I know that we, we try to keep this PG. What a bitch. Yeah, I just and you know what? If you go back and look at the replay, watch watch Ownby. He takes he takes a look back. And even when he was Which, talking by the way. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Go that was ahead. and he was say that uh he goes looks back at him and then during the post game interview he said something about getting a shot in so i think it was pretty obvious yeah. that the team in general really was not a big fan of paul yeah paul the fall because yeah. they were a usl yeah. called him paul the wall i was like oh no 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 paul the fall no well and also that he initiated the contact exactly before. he ran into him and fell down like, what a child uh, also so but but then 
there, there is some justice. Uh, Ownby equalizes on a diving header, uh, misplays his first touch and pops it up, and essentially assisted his own goal right. as he then just heroically heads it in. Yep. Also earned a two-point MMA takedown <laughs> for the shoulder tackle on Blanchett, exactly. who actually could legitimately claim contact for once in the game. Right, 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 right. right. All it took was till that time frame. I was waiting for the goal to be called back. I honestly was after the way Ownby threw himself at the keeper. Um, what was the thought? Also, overlook what a great find and pass it was by Harris. Oh, that was a tremendous pass. Ownby. Oh, it was tremendous. That was one of the things I had here is seeing him give that shot up and looking for the open yeah. player. I thought that was tremendous by him. Yep. Uh, and then you're just like, okay, just if there's justice here, they're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And Powell's just heads off the post. Uh, that could have been such a great moment just to take the lead, get him his first. Dude. Oh, did I mention Blanchett went down again? Right. Uh, but after dude, that. Let me tell you uh, what. Let me let me interject something here. That was a great moment because Powell jumped and used his head and got the ball on frame. Yes. You could you could see angels. This could be a legendary moment. Cal, Cal, this could be a legendary moment. What do you think? It could have been had he I, actually fucking scored. I I say this to Joey every time the man comes on. I, I just I just want him to score. I'm mm-hmm. so excited when they announced him. Right. And I thought, this is fantastic. He's so tall. He's going to score all the goals. And I'm just still waiting for that to happen. And yeah, man. I think I have more faith than Joey does. Because <laughs> he's 9 foot 12 and wants the ball at his feet. Right. Well, there's a little of that later on, too. But at least he jumped and headed a ball. And, and it, at least it almost went in. And that's if yeah. he figures that out. But, He'll be unstoppable, but it's. But you also go. But you also go. Oh, yeah. That could have been it. That could have been it. Now you're going. Oh. But if you look at the if you look at the arc of his of his time here, that's like an apex moment. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're not wrong. You know. So then we get eight minutes of stoppage time. Why she's seven, and in the middle of it, Ollie makes a diving save. That was pretty damn impressive. Right. Full stretch, palms it over, because that was going top corner. Yes, it was. That was a tremendous stuff. Oh, yeah. Save of the year nominee, at least for Louisville City. Uh, and in more ways than just literally the actual save. Mm. Uh, and then Oscar Jimenez sends Lynn Family Stadium into a frenzy with almost the last kick of the game right. as he volleys the winner. Uh, what a well-taken goal. Just what a moment. That whole place just erupted. What a pass. That's the one thing first is Gibson's uh, pass yeah, was, was beautiful. Yep. Also, I forget who was in front of Oscar. Way to lay that off. You right. know what I mean? Not attacking. Oh, that was uh, that was uh, the defender, Adams. Was it? Okay, way to just mm-hmm. let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, pure class by Oscar. Uh, my favorite moment of that was all the Oakland players collapsing. Yes. Oh, that was so beautiful yes. to see. Oh, let me... Let, let me let, let me drink in your tears. Let me drink Absolutely. in those tears. Uh, what a just result. A draw would have been stolen points. Yeah, it would have been. You know? Yeah. Uh, overall, much better performance. They were more lively in the attack. Mm-hmm. Oakland had very few opportunities. Still need to be better putting the ball on frame. Right. Turning half chances into moments. Mm-hmm. You know? Actually making the keeper do something. Right, right, right. Um. Oakland's keeper, Blanchett, had one of the softest performances in stadium history. Uh, maybe in USL history. I th- um, mm-hmm. Just one of my favorite moments there was Lance's call on his yellow card he earned. 
don't know if y'all heard that. Just the joy. The joy, the sheer in his joy. Voice. You could yeah. hear it. No doubt. Oh, and I tweeted at Lance about it, and he sent me one of those, like, giggling schoolgirl right, 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 right. gifts back. Like, he knew exactly what he was doing. Right. right. Um, so, kudos to Danny and the squad. Flexibility and mm-hmm. making another formation change. Yep. Let's use that moment to kickstart this last push. Hope so. Cal, you know? what, Cal what do you think about the last... They, they they had a formation change in one, and then they then they just struggled. I mean, another away game where ending ending up with another away game where we just get absolutely faced, and we come home, we change a formation, and we win again. I don't know how to interpret that. How would you interpret that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, we just need to change every game. Yeah, just right. do something different every game. Just keep cycling through formations. Mm-hmm. Oh, go, I, I wish I had an answer. <laughs> yeah, right, but, right. But no, it, we it's still like, haven't tried the O ten O. Just ten people on a line. Why like, not? Like Let's a marching band. Line up on the middle. <laughs> line up in the middle of the field. Ten abreast. Go. I don't know what's Joey. What's anyone Joey, behind it? us? Anyone behind us is offsides. All right, Cal. I'm going to ask you a question because I've never really stood next to Joey during a Louisville City game. What's it like standing next to him at a Louisville City game? Depressing. Hey, really? That- <laughs> <laughs> about, about the same as a racing match. We, you know, we, we, we yell, <laughs> we yell at the referee. We, mm-hmm. we, uh, we, we make some noise. You know, we, we pop some smoke if we're lucky. Right, right. Um, he has something smart-ass to say every ten seconds. <laughs> I love his optimistic. I love five, his optimistic five stars, bubbly we'll vibe. Do it again. <laughs> five, five, five stars. We'll do it again. There you go. <laughs> Would recommend. Yeah, I wish I could spend um, more time over there. It's just it's kind of, you know it's kind of hard to play drums and stand there at the same time. <laughs> so we we could play our big barrel drum we got now. Oh no, man! You got that kid there that plays that. What's his name, Mike? We have two drums technically, Joe. Yeah, right. You do. We got our old beat to shit regular drum and then the big barrel drum. Yeah, man. Well, we got we had a couple kids come over and join. That was pretty fun. And uh, that's not. It's, let's not and say we did. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying because the whole thing over there that's just they they don't want all that drum and I don't blame them. I mean, our side over there, that's the whole thing. The whole thing is supposed to be about singing and cheering for 90 minutes. And it's fun. I mean, you get to play. It's like a workout for me. I don't care. I could use them. <laughs> All right. So, Louisville City now up to fourth. Yep. Uh, Memphis has a game in hand on us. Looking at the end of the season stretch, we do get to face Tampa, but also get East Bottom Dwellers loud in Miami and Hartford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis does not have it so easy. They get Tampa and Birmingham yeah. twice. Yep, yep. And it's not like so, they've been streaking. I mean, they they basically fell on their face. They were doing so well, and they just had it. It's just well, been a hope. train wreck. Um, I did have two is notes. The, the, two, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. The I, the, uh, the I, and I I kid around with you all the time, Joey. But I'm telling you something. I watched Jorge for a decent chunk of this. The work rate on this kid, and he he is he's playing fearlessly, absolutely fearlessly. I mean, there were a couple times like that. That goal, that should have been a goal, I guess. That wasn't a goal. I mean, he. I mean, the run that he takes to get there, and it's not the only one. There's. I mean, I'm very, very happy that he's. You know, hopefully, it looks like he's in better shape. Uh, this thing with Powell's is is just. It's. It's. I don't know. It's really burning burning me up a little bit because Cam. Let's go back when Cam four years ago. What did he do? Hold up the ball, aggressive, and is fearless in the air. Right. And that was that was the that was the formula for him becoming the top striker in the league or one of the top strikers. You got this guy who's taller, faster, 
who if he do, does those things, now he's been changing a little bit. He does hold it up a little bit more. If he would just do those things, he would be dominant. I, I don't understand. I, I just, I'm afraid that this is not going to turn out well. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I, I, mean, I said when we, I said when we first signed him, mm-hmm. you got someone like this coming from a second division in Europe. Yeah. Why did no one in his own country snap him up? I don't know, man. Cal, where you at with him? Also, you asked why he doesn't hold up play as much. Right. Well, he weighs as much as my left thigh. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's part of the problem. Well, he's been holding it a little bit more. The last couple of times he came out, he, he has been trying to hold things up as opposed to just sprinting into space or whatever. I think that, that may be a bit, bit of a role change. Uh, and, Cal, where are you at with this guy? I just I, – I want him to figure it out because, like you said, once, right, you if want, he gets it figured out, he's going to be unstoppable. Yeah. I, I just There's a potential there to be just huge – pardon the pun – huge in this. And – I hope he does figure it out. I really, really do. Anyway, I mean, three points. Yay. We had a good, I had a great time. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That was great. Yeah. So, in terms of the table, Charleston is six points ahead, mm-hmm. but we have a game in hand. Right. So, they are not out of reach. Right. We'll see what happens. Uh, for man. third place. Just think, so, just... on the road this weekend to Colorado Springs, who are probably trying – to not kill a referee. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. Uh, for those who have not seen that game, oof. Unbelievable. A, a two-man advantage lost on two penalties mm-hmm. on Colorado Springs' last home game. Yep. Including and, one, the final penalty, I'm still not even sure is, like, I, I, guy falls down. What 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 did he do? And let's, let's, Guy fell down. And here's the other thing that they're going to be pissed off about. They scored two men down. They took the lead mm-hmm. two men down. Yeah, and, and oh, they okay. got a straight red in stoppage time, too, with all their frustrations. Unbelievable nonsense. And I've never heard, I don't know about you guys, have you ever heard a team take a lead two men down? I've never heard of that in my life. Not without the help of ref, ref ball. Or, I don't know. Yeah. But this is just, I, I mean, I watched that replay, and it wasn't just that. Now, the first couple of fouls were pretty obvious. And then progressively, it just got worse and worse and worse. And we're talking about bad refereeing. This clown made 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 our guy look like a superstar. That first, and and I I wanted to ask you guys about this, I, Joe. I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but um, we talk a little bit about penalties, right? And um, unless anybody else had anything to talk about relative to the Louisville City game, I think we're done with that, right? Yeah, I oh, assume so. Yes. You are okay. I get penalties and I understand contact in the box and I understand whatever I get it I get it there's letter of the law and then there's when something is so contrived to meet the rules and it's obvious it's contrived and you're taking an event in in a sporting event or you're taking a moment in a sporting event that has the changes the entire complexity of a match I'm tired of this oh he well you know he did drag his leg but he did touch him a little bit I, I don't give a shit the guy was going, and on that first penalty, he was going down already. He was projecting it. I don't want to. I don't care if he tapped his foot. If I'm the official, I'm not calling. I'm like, get up. I don't know. I don't know where you guys are with that. I'd love to. Cal, what do you think? I mean, how much? How much letter of the law should there be when we're talking about fouls that cause penalty shots? What do you think? That's that's a tough question, mm-hmm. um, because if if it becomes something where you're being very loose with it, then you, you run the risk of calls not being made when they should be. True, true. Uh, 
but then, but then on the opposite end of that, if you're too strict with it, then like you said, it becomes ridiculous. I just, uh, I'm tired of watching grown men fall down like they just got shot. And, yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm really, it's embarrassing. And, and you see it's so obvious when it's so obvious that the guy is dragging his leg just to generate contact because the rule says if you generate con- whatever the not when it's that inconsequential I'm sorry Joey what do you think I I don't know man I'm just tired I don't care if it's us for us or against us I, I just it, it it I don't it just it takes something away from it for me I don't know about you uh I just over my my soccer fandom I've come to the opinion that a penalty should be a denial of a goal scoring opportunity yeah man that doesn't mean any foul in the box um I you know one of my most hated penalty calls is the handball in the box when the arm is in a quote unquote unnatural position and right. debating that whole damn scenario mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes if you stop the ball from going into the goal whether that be with a part of your body that is not allowed or you foul a person who is going in on goal, that is a penalty. Right. If you just trip a guy at the edge of the box and there's 16 other dudes behind you, right. that is not a penalty. Right. I don't it's got to be, for me, a goal denial of a goal-scoring opportunity. Right. The other thing I want to see happen, Which I know too, opens mm-hmm. up Pandora's box to definitions of what sure, that means. Sure, sure. But, but, but by my definition, Colorado Springs wins their home game. Right. Oh, right. Right, and it's the other thing too is that this denial of trying to. Man, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Cal, because we haven't talked about it. I know me and Joey talked about it, about um, modernizing this a little bit, and you know, in stoppage time, for example, uh, when there's a head injury, I think they should stop the damn clock. I don't, I don't, I, this, this yeah. stop, I, the stoppage time thing. No, let's just stop everything. Make sure the cat's okay. Get that person off the field. Sure, every rule can find another way to be abused, but we're talking about a head injury here. And and for some reason, I just, I don't know. And even even like water breaks. Stop the damn clock when there's a water break. Don't tag it on. I mean, we know when they start. We know when they stop. Stop the stupid clock. Grow up. I mean, to, this thing about, well, you know, messing around with the purity of the game. Yeah, whatever. The designated hitter. You know, baseball survived that. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I mean, what do you think, man? Uh, so I, I feel... Uh, less serious about it than you do. Right, right. I've seen you, you've tweeted about it before. Right. And I'm less concerned about the clock. Okay. Than I am about the, um, a suggestion you made once about, Mm -hmm. um, allowing a temporary substitution. Yes. Like, like letting them come off. Right. And then bringing them back on. Right. If they're cleared. Right, right, right. Rather than bringing a stop to the game and doing a quick check on the, on the field. I, th- I think both would be good. But right. if I can only pick one, I'm going with the substitution. Okay. Yeah. And I, I've kind of thought both. I mean, you know, do whatever you have to do to make sure the person's okay and let the game get going. You know, because this happened in a, in a, in a, a, I was recently in a match I was watching. It took them 15 seconds to stop play. The dude's laying on the ground. It was one of the games, EPL game. I don't remember exactly when it was last weekend. Dude's laying there for like 10, 15 seconds. They're still playing around him. It's a friggin' head injury. Come on. You know, what is this? What is it, 1890s? I, you know, rub some spit on it and get out there, kid? I, I don't know, man. I just, whatever. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm a little too hot about that. I should stop. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, no. man, I'm going to manage my passions here. <laughs> no, they should definitely, they should, they should. They should at least do the sub. Right. At least get them out of the game and right. And and not penalize the team for making the sub. Right, right, right. 
anyway, that's Joey. I think that that's uh, this this penalty thing. I, I'm just it just it annoys me so much to see people draw fouls and get away because we're not talking about two shots at the foul line here. We're talking about you know in soccer that one goal. How many times is that one goal the difference in a match? I just I think they should be a little bit more a little bit more liberal with that call. Anyway, that's I'll stop now. <laughs> Well, speaking of passions, um, the drama with the Spanish FA and their women's national team and its Yikes. president is still continuing. Yes, it is. Uh, the mother of embattled, embattled Spanish Football Federation president Luis Rubiales has locked herself in a church. What? And said she is on she is on hunger strike. Are you kidding me? Protest at her son's treatment. Dude, that's the first I've heard of it. She called it inhumane treatment. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you inhumane. Uh, Ruby Alice has refused to resign over the issue, insisting that the kiss was consensual, a claim that has been repeatedly denied by the player, and threatening legal action against Hermoso and her union. Spain prosecutors said they have opened a preliminary sexual abuse investigation into the incident. On Monday, the Spanish Football Federation asked UEFA to suspend it from international competitions because of government interference over demands to remove Rubiales. Yeah, I saw that. So, in con- in conclusion, there is no conclusion, and the shit show continues. Uh, Cal, where are you on this? Tell me what you think. Okay, so the, the, the guy's disgusting. He needs to go. Right. Um I wish I could give you more details on this, but I, I was reading this right when you guys called me, so I have not been able to read it yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I just seen where Rubiales's uncle did an interview. Okay, I can't wait to hear this. And oh, it, the the blur because it was a tweet, you know, it was, it was a thread of tweets. Uh, but some of the things that were mentioned in there were like parties with with women and women who may or may not have been of age. Okay. And lots of crazy stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to try to quote it because, like I said, I didn't read enough of it to right to be knowledgeable. And is this all alleged? I was getting. Is that alleged or proven? Or I mean, I'm asking because I have no that's, idea. That's the first I've heard of it. It's alleged, but it's also the man's own uncle telling stories about the time when he was working with him. Okay. I, so I'm not sure in what capacity he was working with him, but right. I'm. I kind of hate that it, it's coming out now rather than coming out sure. when it happened. Sure. That, you know, that's that, that doesn't look good when it takes something else happening to make someone else, you know, tell right. their story. But right, right. But if if that is the case and, and it can be proven, then hey, great. And, you know, if he says something, maybe maybe it'll get it done. Maybe maybe they'll finally get rid of the guy. Right. I'm, I'm happy that, that Spain won. I don't know. I know you were excited, right, them, but right. I'm happy for their players. Like that's great. Right. But at the same time, I didn't also didn't want them to win because I didn't want their federation to win. Right. You know, I I, I would have rather seen it go home just I, because oh. you know I'm not seeing these reports about their their leadership. Right. And it's like how how can you be so happy for the players and at the same time just disgusted? Yeah, man. I, I'm going to ask you guys about this, and this is, this is, number one, Joey. We both said this. I don't want anyone to misconstrue this. I think this guy should be gone. Okay. I don't want anyone to think that I think that this. There's any. I, we said that last week. He's got to go. <laughs> he, what yes. he did was ignorant and stupid. 
You don't deserve to have at, the job. I, at this point, no. At this point, I've upped my level to tar and feathering. Okay. Um, not just going because the dude isn't letting it go. Right. Well, like, here's, uh-huh. we're, we're not we're not being able to move on because he is stubbornly standing his ground when literally it seems like the rest of the world outside his mother is shaking their head and asking what the hell is going on. Well, I, you know, it feels like to me that there, and, and we talked about, we chatted about this, Joey. It feels like to me when I followed the timeline, they both had initial, he, he, like he was like, it's no big deal. She was like, wait a second, I didn't like it. And then a day later, they both walked it back a smidge. He apologized and she said, well, we've known each other forever. I've checked the timeline. And then like one day later, they're both all in on defending themselves. So there's their initial reactions is at, is, at, is at odds, and then they walk it back a little. Then all of a sudden, everything explodes. Now, once again, I'm saying he doesn't need to have a job. He should be out of a job. But it feels like there are people behind them helping egg this on. I don't know if that's true or not, but these these groups of people that 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 get behind these issues on both sides, it's like well, there's no issue here. He should have been fired. Let's move on. What what what's going? And now it just turns into this big political mess in Spain. And um, it's just all, you know, it's it's another example of one, you know, stupid things create more stupid things. You know, I, it's just pe- people, I, I don't understand why this is so hard. Fire the well, guy. Yeah, stupid things Fire him. create stupid things. Right, just. His refusal to, his refusal to resign has caused his mother to go on a hunger strike. Right, and, and the inaction of the, of the Federation firing him. That's the other thing, too. I mean, they have to own their part of this. Why does this guy have a fucking well, job? What's dumb is they're asking I, UEFA to suspend their teams from international competition. That's what I'm saying. Because man. of government interference. But why is the government trying to interfere? Right. There's so much. There's the, the, because you have a dipshit in charge. There's some weird. There's There's got to be way more to this. There's got to be way more to this. Maybe he's got something on somebody or something. I don't know. Because this seems so simple. But there's 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 got to be a lot. I think there's a lot of other shit going on behind the scenes. We'll find out. But I how this oh, guy's come out eventually. Well, yeah, I think so too. And 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 this guy should not have a job. He shouldn't have a job. I, I just he kissed a woman without her consent. <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Get out of work. Go find something else to do with your life. I don't. Anyway, so I think that brings us to the point where Calvin. You had brought up, you had some questions you wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, just a few things I thought of that might be fun to discuss. Yeah, man. All right. You have a weird right, notion so. of fun. You joined us. <laughs> <laughs> We're loads of fun. I mean, yeah, I already join you pretty much every week. You really? Know, so, you know, might as well talk to you. You are a glutton for punishment. Continue. <laughs> uh, so, my first theoretical question for you. If you could choose one player from each of our teams here in Louisville mm. to sign to a lifetime contract. They can never be traded and they retire from these clubs. Mm. Who are you picking? You want to go first, Joe? You want me to go? Go ahead, Joe. Is it the, is it any player that's ever played here? Um, or just this we, year? We can do that. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going current roster myself. Okay. Let's do current. No, let's do current. Let's, let's, let's do current roster. Because my, I am not doing current roster, just a heads up. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. From the current roster, let's do both. The current roster, I'm sorry, I, it's Niall. 
I would keep Niall because it just because he's Niall. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it, it, what he's meant to this to this franchise and 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 what the effort that he's put in and and how he's grown. Um, and, and I you know talent wise, is he the top guy? Of course not. No. And if you're talking about, but still, it's just he's become the personality of the squad. He's become the, the face of the squad, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he's then Mr. If, City. Yeah, exactly. And if it was a guy, if somebody from all time, I mean, how do you not want Jonathan Gomez back here? <laughs> I mean, the, guy, you know, the, the guy's good enough to play. The guy's good enough to play in Europe in a couple of years, probably playing for a featured team. I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having that here. All right. So for racing, the, the oh, well, geez, Nadia, I don't know why anybody else would want anyone else uh, because it's basically the same thing. As uh, same th- same thing as Niall because of, of who she is, not just obviously on on the pitch, but who who she is as a person, and what she's accomplished in all areas. I mean, you're talking about a world class individual there, on all aspects. So it would be Nadia for me. All right, I am going for Louisville City, one Matthew Fondy. Wow. Okay. Wow. First star, right. he never got a proper send off. You're right. He did yeah, not. We just sold him in the offseason to help recoup cost from year one. Yep. And we kind of went through some doldrums there. Chandler Hoffman stepped in for a season as a arrogant douchebag. Um, never the same goal scorer. And it took a little bit before Cam got healthy and fully firing. But yeah, yep. Matt Fondy was kind of the first star yep. in our franchise history. And for racing, uh, I'm going on the Niall McCabe train of Lauren Malay. Okay. Yeah, that's the same thing. She nice. is racing's Nile to me. Okay. Um, player from day one, doesn't get a lot of, uh, you know, highlights, you know, right. applause. Um, I think she has the potential to be racing's Nile. So, wow, okay. Those are my two. Calvin? Okay. So, mine, I, and I love your picks. Like, they have a lot of heart. Uh, but Quick mine, kiss and ask. <laughs> Mine, I kind of went the opposite. Mm-hmm. I went with Katie and Ollie. Oh, okay. For the same reason for both. Mm-hmm. Fantastic goalkeepers. Wow. Both young. Yeah. And if we sign them to a, a career contract here now, what, what do we? We get a decade plus. That's true. With oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. One of my first picks would have been Brian Ombi, but. As much as I mean, he is getting faster with age, but I don't think he's actually going to be still playing in ten years. No. So oh, yeah, but so, but also at the same time, you you think about this point, like with with guys like that. I mean, is Louisville City really going to release him? Really? No. No. You know. But hey, but 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 Calvin, I, I got to poke a hole in your choice okay. real quick. You say them, but didn't we just replace a goalie of the year nominee? With a rookie, Ugh. so who's to say yeah. Ollie can't wouldn't get Ollie next year? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do miss Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> and this is why Calvin will never be back. Oh, <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> we just destroyed him. No, um, so no, I like both those picks. Yeah, that's, man, he's they all more make rational sense. than we were. Yeah, and that's the thing. I brings reason and logic. To, who brings reason and logic to this podcast? No one. No and one. There's no place for that here. That's bad. Logic yeah, sucks. You do that here. Say, if, I'm your, if I'm your reason and logic, Cal- that's, Cal- that's Cal- right. Calvin, we don't do that kind of stuff here. Also, I want to add in. Reason, 
I'd, I'd like to add something ahead, in Joe. here, Cal. Um, I do believe yeah. that I'm more fun in the post-lot celebrations than Joey is during the game. I'm going to put that out there. I'm not going to choose favorites. Okay. I knew you. That's the best decision. I love the. I love the. I love post game tailgating. It's a lot of fun. Indeed, it is. All right. See that, Joey. So, spe- speaking of lack of reason and logic, there you go. Something that also is is unlogical and unreasonable mm-hmm. is Calvin's second question. Yeah, man, bring it. <laughs> okay. So, from the second question, because we don't we even have a time machine. Well, I mean, it's theoretical. If you had a time machine. They could take you to any sporting event in history. Mm-hmm. What game would you be watching? Joe, you go first this time. I'm going first this time, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so my top three, I think we agreed we'd do a couple or multiple because it's too easy to pick, too hard to pick one. Yeah, man. My top three this are all cool. soccer with an honorable mention. Okay. Um, I'll save my honorable mention for last because it is not soccer. Um, my number one, and it's easy, it's hard to pick a number one out of all these three, so I'll just explain all three as quick as possible. Uh, one of them is Chelsea winning the Champions League in 2012. Ah. Uh, lifelong Chelsea fan. They have had a, a history of pain and suffering when it comes to the Champions League, including losing in the finals in a penalty shootout. 2012 saw them make the finals again, mm-hmm. uh, playing at, in Munich against Bayern Munich, even though it was selected ahead of time. Um, so it was against essentially a, a, a home crowd with multiple players suspended or hurt. Uh, and it also came down to a penalty shootout. So it was just a great, you know, cathartic just way to just get relief. Finally, they, they achieved the thing that had been eluding them. Right. Uh, we have the – I'm saving my Louisville City moment as the last of the three. <laughs> Landon Donovan versus Algeria. Yeah, man. You know, that was an honorable mention for me. I, I just cool. I, I wanted to be there. I was at I was at Big Blue Country for that as part of an AO watch party. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one of the biggest moments in American soccer history. Mm. Hard not to say that. Oh, absolutely. My Louisville City moment is the Eastern Conference Finals versus Indy Eleven. Uh, I was at yeah. that game. I just want to go back. Um, <laughs> that if, was if, so awesome. If I go back to that moment <laughs> when they score the goal and somebody sees me, I end up in jail. <laughs> you you shouldn't I, already be. Well, because I was peeing on the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Way to incriminate yourself. As well, the well, I talked of, about it last as week. The statutes expired. I talked. I talked about it Are last sure week. The statutes have expired. No, I hope so. But um, yeah, my favorite moment from that was um, the you know after the comeback was completed, and Indy Eleven apparently didn't realize you could keep smoke from year to year. Mm-hmm. They let off their red and blue smoke to create a purple haze. Uh, I think that is tribute. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my non-soccer moment, sentimental, is my senior year of high school. Uh, state championship football game between my alma mater Trinity and our hated rival St. Xavier mm-hmm. uh, the two big powers in the state meeting right. in the state championship mm-hmm. it goes to overtime at Cardinal Stadium Papa John's Cardinal Stadium I'm sorry it will always be Papa John's Cardinal right. Stadium right, right, right. Um, and it goes to overtime and St. X was a triple option running school mm-hmm. and what do they try to do and this is like college style overtime you right. start at the 10 yard line mm-hmm. they try to throw the ball and Trinity picks it off in the end zone. Really? And we march the ball to the one-yard line mm-hmm. on first first and goal, and our coach puts in our two linebacker cat senior captains, one to run the ball and the other to block. And mm-hmm. they just trounce it into the end zone, run over everyone, and we all rush the field. That's cool. Nice. That is so, cool. Not non-soccer moment because we do have interest outside of this crazy mm-hmm. fucking game. 
Um, we do? Yeah. So the, sometimes. Uh, so those are mine. So I had three, but none of them are soccer moments. And what a sellout. What, well, the whole thing is, is that the idea I think it was thinking of what would you want to see and experience that if you did not experience it? Yeah, that's you know? fair. So there's three things live, and I'm talking about being there. And all of them have to do with why they happened and when they happened. Two of them happened pretty close. It's kind of hard to put them in order because all three of them are such great moments. <clears throat> Number three is I wish that I was at Lake Placid when the USA hockey team won the won the silver that game against the Soviets. If you don't, oh, that's a good choice. Back in 1980, how old are you, man? Are you 50? What? 40? What? I'm 42. 42. Okay. So, but, but I do know the game you're talking about. Right. And it was it was the silver medal. It wasn't even the silver medal game. And was it the semis? No, they had they had not a, a medal game. It wasn't it was even a medal game. game. That's right. It was, it was to get in. Final. Right. The semifinal. Yes. I believe they beat Finland in For the, the gold final medal game. That's right. That's correct. The next couple of days. That's right. And the thing is is that you had to live that time and period in the 70s. You had to live it. It was miserable. You had fucking you had Vietnam, you had unemployment, you had Nixon, you had Carter, you had everything. It just sucked. And when they won that game, after a bunch of years, you were like, finally, you could feel some pride again. Just being an, you a young disco. You know, it was unbelievable. Yeah, right. We had disco and we had all kinds of things. And and it was just, it was amazing to watch that. On, anybody that ever saw that, or if you if you didn't know it, and your parents watched that, it was just such an amazing feeling. I wish I, if I was in that arena, I would have loved to have been in that arena. There was another one happened fairly close, and if you never, and I, I'm saying this in Louisville, but I'm telling you something, to watch Secretariat run Belmont when he, or when he won the Belmont Stakes in the Triple Crown, it was the same thing. Because, you know, Secretariat happened a little before that, and it was right in the middle of all this malaise and all this shit we were going through. And this horse just captured everybody's imagination. And he won Belmont by, like, I want to say 20-something lengths. It was, just, it was just an absolute beatdown. It was the first It was the first triple crown. It's in citation. It was, like, in the 30s or 40s, whatever the hell it was. And it really was a, a, a very, very... It was in a very emotional moment for everybody because it was it made you feel happy after all the shit that had been going on but my number and I but this would be my number one and this is really different I wish that I was there in Germany in 1936 when fucking Jesse Owens won the gold medal I re, that is oh. so, I really wish I was there just to see fucking Hitler be like oh oh uh, uh, because he won that medal right in front of fucking Hitler and made Hitler look like an ass. And that was a well, huge... Have you actually ever heard some of the the story from, from Owens about, like, the aftermath of that? Right, right. Oh, oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. He said, and he said, mm -hmm. I never felt any disrespect right. from from Hitler or the German government. Well... It was my own, it was my own president who never called or right, congratulated right, me right, at all. Right, right. Well, the disrespect from Hitler he didn't experience because Hitler split. And, um, and, and well, it's because it's also because I'm not, dear Lord, please don't take it as me defending Adolf Hitler in any way, shape, right. or form. Um, the Olympic Committee went to him, and Hitler said, "I only want to congratulate and greet German medalists." Right, right. And they said, "No, you either congratulate and greet all medalists, gold medalists, or none." Well, 
it's just the fact that Hitler was there and he got to see yeah. that happen. Oh, yeah. And it was like, fuck yeah, you, yeah. scumbag. And, you know, yeah. you look back in history, especially what Jesse Owens was, and, and the most majestic, graceful runner in any sport ever. He, I mean, it was poetry. Poetry, if anybody ever goes back and watches that video. It just, it, it's I, literally, it's poetry. I think, I think another honorable mention for me, speaking of Olympics, just, you know, and this will be the last one I bring up is, one of my favorite all-time sports moments was when Michael Phelps was going for the gold medal record. Okay. And it was the four by 100 relay. I do remember that. I remember And that. USA versus the French. And the French had been talking a lot of smack that, mm -hmm. you know, we're here to beat them. We're right. here to defeat the Americans. Phelps ran the lead off. You know, this was his fourth or fifth right. gold medal attempt. Mm -hmm. And come to the anchor. Right, a I know. Thirty-something-year-old Jason Lezak, yep. a veteran. Yep. And he's down massively to the current yep. one hundred-meter world record holder, Elaine Bernard. Yeah, and all the announcers are going, "Oh, it's so sad that Michael Phelps's, you know, record attempt is going to fall like this." Right. And what does Jason Lezak go and do? He chases Agent. that some bitch down in what yeah, would have been a world record hundred-meter split. Amazing. I would have loved to have been there yeah. just to see those yeah. those trash talking some bitches get shut up. Yeah. So, and the reason I didn't mention there we go. The I've reason spoken I, my piece, right? The reason I didn't mention soccer because I got to see the greatest moments for me was Pele's last match. I was there for that, so at Giant Stadium, and that was pretty awesome too. When he's cheering love and stuff, it was a great day. Anyway, Cal, what about you? Okay, so my my picks. Um, I'm going to start with uh, the '99 Women's World Cup final. Wow, okay. U.S. That's versus China. That so, is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that the video I can watch of it does no justice to the 90,000 plus people that were there. Right. It was, it was a Rose Bowl, right? A generation defining moment. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, the, the penalties, you know, the, the Randy Chastain's celebration yep. and all the excitement. Mm -hmm. It just, yeah, that, that would have been a great thing. Just, just <laughs> absolutely. That would have been pretty cool. No, I just, the, the whole, the whole team, just the, the excitement is, is palpable when you go back and watch that. Mm -hmm. and I, I would love to be there in person. Uh, so for my second pick, this one is not soccer. Mm -hmm. uh, this one would be Mar <laughs> March 2nd, 1962. Okay. Philadelphia Warriors versus New York Knicks. Wow. I have a guess. The Warriors win 169 to 147. Oh, wilt, right? With a hundred points yep. by yeah. a certain individual. Yeah, man. Yes, it was a hundred point game. As a Knicks so, fan, no, he tortured. That wasn't the only time he tortured the Knicks. Speaking as a Knicks fan, ooh, well, he tortured everybody. <laughs> Chamberlain was unbelievable. Yeah, but what? that's one of those sports records that'll never be topped. Yeah, there's no way. But I choose that for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. There are people on YouTube who are conspiracy theorizing. That he didn't actually score 100 points in that game. Really? Oh, so Calvin's a truther. And He's I, a, if you dig deeper, a wilt truther, a, a truther. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no video of that game. You cannot find yeah. video of that game anywhere. The only radio broadcast you can find is three minutes of the fourth quarter. Okay. And when you look okay. at the box score, what makes it really crazy is that over Wilt's career, he had a a, field, a free throw average percentage of 51%. Okay. But that that night, 
he got 28 of 32 from the line. Did he? <laughs> Somehow figured shit out. How, right, right, for, right, for 87%. right. 87%. Wow. However, on the flip side of that, you have 4,124 fans in attendance. Then you have all the players talking about Wilt years later, you right, know, in, right. in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. and they're talking about that game and they're you know reminiscing about you know what he got, you know how everyone was getting excited. The PA announcer was was counting him up, you know, once he got to like I think it was 70 something, right. 80 or so, he started announcing right. how many points. And it's like okay, on the one hand, I can see you know the the free throw thing that's kind of fishy. On the other hand. 4,000 people plus all those other players are in yeah. on it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, exactly. Like, I think by now we would have heard. I exactly. think by now we would have heard. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to just see that in person and be like, hey, okay, yeah. it's 100. You know, that's fair. And okay. we're, speaking, we're talking about Will Chamberlain. So, yes, he scored 100 on the court. And boy, can that some bitch score off the court, too. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yada, da, so, da, da, da. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube videos, someone did the math on that, and he would have had to start when he was like 15, and it was like three partners a day, mm-hmm. something to that effect, yeah. nonstop. Exactly. <laughs> the the math the math doesn't work out. He was that. a hell of a ball player. Though. Oh my gosh, that was the, that was I'm the age of the, disagree with him. That that was the age of the big man too. Him, Will, I mean him, Russell. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I was a little baby so kid, got, but oof. I got one so more. We got then. the 99 World Cup, mm-hmm. Wilt scoring 100. Yep. Wonder where this is so, going. I already told you it's a goofy one. Okay. November 30th, 1872. Baseball. First baseball game. Nope. It's soccer. First Kentucky Derby. Nope. The first soccer game. Mm-hmm. First international between England and Scotland. Wow, okay. Held held at Hamilton Crescent at the West of Scotland Cricket Club grounds. Uh, It was a nil-nil draw. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, there's obviously no way to watch it. Right. Um, But the drawings that were were made (laughs) show show all these people out there, you know, what – what an 1872 in their Victorian whatever uniform the... would look like. Yeah. Yes. It was basically, it was their club shirt and then someone had sewn a patch over right, right. The, the club crest. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all wearing like stocking caps right? and the, uh, they didn't have bleachers. It was just people standing around mm-hmm. the pitch. Uh, they hadn't, basically they had offside. That was, that was about the extent of the rules okay. at that point. So, you know, formation, that wasn't really a thing. It was basically just 10 people playing hero ball on either side. Exactly. <laughs> they hadn't even invented the net yet. It was just mm-hmm. two sticks with a rope across the top. Yeah, man. Just a bunch just a bunch of, uh, of English and Scottish dudes beating the hell out of each other, kicking a, a leather kicking ball around. A leather ball around. <laughs> I must have been hilarious. And I am disappointed. I am disappointed I, that neither of you picked the first ever LIP AFC in 1313. Well, that's because there's in there's other universes and, and I didn't know which one to pick. <laughs> so, well, that was fun. That, we go. will review your tape of this of this podcast and see if you're welcome back. No, I, um, I, I, I think we can make that work. We'll see. <laughs> it may be conditional on you getting this question correct, Here we which go. is normally Joe's, but now there are two brains. Yes, there are. So, Ooh, okay. I nailed it last week. Yeah, good luck with this one. All right. 
Uh, how many different nationalities have been represented by Racing Louisville? Ooh, okay. Nine. Incorrect. Really? Wait. Yeah. It is double digits. It is double digits. I will say that much. All right. We had six. Well, I'm not going to guess again. Obviously, it's more than nine. What do you think, Cal? Um, Doing my best to count our flags and add. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. (laughs) We're talking about about in the entirety of Racing Louisville, not just right now. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to add back in other words. I want to say 15. Wow. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Calvin is welcome back. Is it 15? It is exactly 15. Wow. Nice. Your exact rundown is the United States, England, Sweden, Denmark, Japan, Jamaica, South Africa, Northern Ireland, Australia, China, Finland, New Zealand, Brazil, Nigeria, and Bosnia-Herzegovina. Bosnia-Herzegovina. Wow. Jeez. That is now Amina Ekic. Wow. Uh, so, Calvin, you are apparently are welcome back yeah, based off that question. Well, you could take over for me. I missed that so bad. You could take it over next week. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> but anybody else have anything? Please, everyone, come out to the game Saturday night. Yeah, man. The women yes. deserve a great Absolutely. crowd again. Yeah, we do. Not just fill the fam night. Right. So come out. Uh, yeah, man. Cal, thanks for doing this. I hope you liked it. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure, man. It's like we're just trying to do some new things, and and uh, we're gonna we'll we'll get this uh, we'll make this happen again. I just let's say I just appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. You know, this this is what episode eighty two. Yeah, man. So that's that's you know eighty one times I've been able to listen and never got to join in before. That's what I'm saying. It's eighty one times you're you're gonna listen. You're gonna listen again this time. (laughs) We need numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as soon, as soon as it drops, I'm gonna be. I'll be at work, and I'll, I'll be listening to it. Work going. Hey, that's me. That's me. Well, I want to thank both of you for doing this. Thanks, Thanks y'all. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 82. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution and a very special thank you to Calvin McPherson who joined us for the first time. Hopefully we can bring him back again. It's the first time we try to do three people at one time. Um, so we're going to keep trying to do that with some other folks, maybe uh, bring back some more guests. And if you have any ideas for the show, man, we would love to hear them because we love the three C's. Compliments comments criticisms we love the compliments appreciate the comments bring on the criticisms too if there's anything you want to hear if there's something that you think we missed you let us know and uh we'll uh, do our best to correct it if we think we're wrong (laughs) which is possible you never know as always we are on itunes amazon podbean and spotify please like subscribe and share share the love so um It's a little bit of a sad weekend for me. And, um, uh, you know, I, I've talked to you guys about having done the whole drum and bugle corps thing way back in the day. Now it's just drum corps because they don't use bugles anymore. Uh, my first experience was literally 43 years ago. Jesus, I'm old. I'm not really that old. Actually, I'm saying that. I'm not. In my heart, I'm like 14. But, um... This, the association that the uh, all-age corps competed in is called Drum Corps Associates. It's a national organization. They've had groups from all over the world come. This weekend is their very last championships. The organization is folding. COVID had a big impact. Just a lack of groups now, and uh, they're going to be moving everything to uh, Indiana uh, here at Lucas. So 
who knows which groups will, will manage to continue to do this. But it really does end in error because I can't tell you how many great memories I have from March with the Hawthorne Caballeros and the Sunrisers and and then uh, being an instructor and then judging. I judged for seven years, marched and taught for seven years, judged for seven years, judged two world championships, which was an honor. But man, such a huge part of my life. It's so sad to see it go. So there's a reason I'm bringing that up. And I say this so much. I say this to everybody, not just you all that listen to this. On this plane of existence, there is a last sunrise for us. And man, please, I hope that you're not wasting too much time doing stuff that is absolutely irrelevant, that has no impact on anything. I see these cats on Twitter specifically barking on about politics and this one's evil and that one's evil and blah, blah, blah. Like anyone's paying attention, really. And I'm not saying you shouldn't voice your opinions. I'm just wondering how much time you spend doing it. Because that should be like such a tiny part of your existence. I really hope it is. And then there's this thing where people post negative things and it becomes this horrible cycle where you get positive reinforcement for negative feelings and you start to feel like the only way to get attention is to post negative stuff. Don't do that. Please, I'm begging you. Don't do that. There's too much life out there, man. There really is. Enjoy what you got in front of us. Anyway, my name's Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Hopefully you are going to the match tonight uh, here in, in uh, Louisville for racing. And then we can watch Louisville City after that. And I love you from the bottom of my heart. Love life, man. Talk to you soon.